This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, we have uh, more developments here, Patrick. There's a report from Ken Rosenthal. I'm going to give you this one from John Heyman, who's generally very plugged into things involving Scott Boris clients from the New York Post. The headline is, Carlos Correa opens serious talks with twins in growing Mets concern. And the summary here is that uh, the Mets and Carlos Correa have been Unable to find some common ground here with a shaky physical, and so now Correa is uh, he don't, don't Mets don't tempt me. I'll do it. I'll sign with the Twins. Well, uh, it would be nice if it's going to happen. If it happens before a week from Thursday, which is the Diamond Awards, so he can come in and get his five uh, plaques, right? He's he's a winner of five of the uh, player awards. So uh, The Twins can would, set uh, the deadline uh, to force the hand, right? Listen, Carlos, this offer is only yeah. good oh, oh, yeah. until yeah. 9 o'clock, the night of the Diamond Awards. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the, the uh, outfit that's uh, paying the freight for the Diamond Awards uh, would, uh, would endorse, you know, the – they, they aren't the people who comment at the Star Tribune and the Twins with everything they do. I think they would endorse having Carlos on the team again next year rather than say, how could they spend, how could the cheap bullhead spend all his money on Carlos Correa? So uh, it would be, uh, yeah, well, I I uh, I stand by my stance that it was going to be a one and done until other teams said no. <laughs> and uh, he's going to go back where he can get the money. But don't you think, Somehow, they have to make it so that the Boris can say that he got three hundred. So, you know, there it was two eighty six or whatever they offered. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to do something because Boris got to be able to say he got three hundred with all these other guys saying they got with like a mu- like a mutual option right? after the fifth year or something. I don't know how you would even do that. There'd have yeah. to be because the the, tw- the twins you think would want like. Or maybe not. You know, the uh, Twins do love Lockie. I think Pat's breaking up here, so let's put him in the green room. Um, I would think that the Twins would love to get another injured, annoyingly uh, injured player on their team for, uh, for a number of years. I, I, I mean, how and, – and what's the length of the contract then? Because clearly that, that's become the key, right? Like, I think the Mets and Giants – I think the Mets for sure would do a shorter-term deal. I mean, I mean there clearly is concern here, rightfully so, by – what's wrong or what might be wrong long-term with the ankle. So what do the twins do here? Do, do they just swallow hard and say, oh, we'll give you a 10 years. We'll, well give you that's what they've done with their last two big pitcher trades, right? They, well, 
I guess Sonny Gray was was not known to be injured, but Chris Paddock, the twin, this front office has a huge appetite for taking on a risk with injured players. Byron Buxton's seven-year contract, the Chris Paddock trade, the Tyler Malley trade. Yeah, the Buxton so they contract. have shown, like, they don't really care. The Buxton contract, though, is built pretty well. Like, like it, it offers them some assurances that they aren't going to completely get fleeced. That's what I'm... I'm curious, would Boris do a contract that basically says, okay, here's here's what we will do, but he's going to have to swallow hard here for a client who, by the way, when he found out that they, a deal with the Mets had been agreed to, tackled Boris on the bed in the hotel room in San Francisco. He was so overjoyed. <laughs> Is That's that what my happened? favorite. Yes. He tackled <laughs> him on the hotel room bed. He if, was so happy to go into the I Mets. I mean, if someone came to you and said, hey, uh, I just locked in a 300 300- $50 million 13-year contract for you. I think you'd tackle him on the bed. And now he's crying. Uh, it, it feels to me, though, that this just this just feels very obvious that the Mets are his number one choice right now. It's Boris's number one choice. Mm-hmm. Things have stalled out, and they just need another little leverage poke. And so it's no coincidence that now you've got Rosenthal and you've got John Heyman coming out with basically the same story here. It's to me. It's probably Boris driven. All right, we need to nudge the Mets here. Let's get the party started. Let's bring the let's bring the Twins back in for a third time. Hey, we don't tempt us. We love my my wife loves it in Minnesota. We will sign. He's got the pen. He's got the pen hovering over the contract. Don't make me sign. I'm buying those state fair tickets right now. Yeah, so, it's. Uh, I would say that uh, we're further along the road of Boris using us like, uh, you know, uh, cheap. Cheap dates than uh, not a, a very expensive dates, by the way. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. But what? Uh, why would I guess beyond the chance to win? Uh, why does he want to go to New York and pay even more taxes on this on this money he's making? I I don't know why. Why does he want to go to New York? Is he, he he's not? I guess being a hero in New York is better than being a hero here. But uh, uh, you know, I don't know. The, I think I think ego and vanity the, are big twins, things with him. Don't the twins have to say, "Okay, yeah, we're out by Friday"? If you're not if you're not saying yes, we're out by Friday, right? Something like that. They can't just spend all week playing with themselves, you know, and then have him uh, have <laughs> well, him uh, have him. That's uh, kind of what they've been doing for a year with yeah. him, though, right? Just, yeah, yeah, just tell, no, tell us no, tell us what you no, want us to do. I keep saying you know. No, they weren't. Last year, it was one and done. They just didn't look good. They threw out this offer that they knew had no chance to be the winner at the end of the year. It was a typical Twins deal, except it was much more expensive. But when they offered him 286, they knew he was going to get more somewhere else. I, I don't think last year was a fraud in any way for them they were told they could have him for one year no i know what i what what i'm saying is every step of the way boris has told the twins here's what your role is going to be here the twins have zero control over any of this and it's being it's being portrayed as if like oh they're here the twins are in the mix the twin no the twins are going to do whatever the twins are the fallback they were the fallback last time and they will only get carlos correa if he has a crazy bad physical that like he'll only come back to the Twins on like a short-term contract is my. Oh thought. really? No, I don't. Well, what is he? Twenty-seven? Going to be twenty-seven? Is all? Twenty-eight? Yeah, it'll be twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. He's uh, well, 
what good does it do them to hit the market again next year if if these right if he's already got the bad physicals out there that everybody else is looking at what i think he's got to take his best offer this time don't you yeah but i don't i don't don't think he wants to commit to minnesota for 10 years despite despite how much he might might now he might that would be wonderful though if he doesn't how about committing here for four at 200 million i'd rather do that you know i'd rather have him take the the four than uh commit uh 300 million for uh 10 I don't want him for 10. I want him for four, <laughs> you know? So yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I agree. So, I don't know. It's, I think we got a whole new world over there in Twindham though, because of your guy, because of Declan's former boss, <laughs> I think we got some loose cannon stuff going on over there right now. Really? Really? Well, think, okay. Uh, well, let's get into the next one because twins, Pat twins daily is reporting that the twins have made contact with Trevor Bauer, who's now available. Ooh, that'd be a bad mistake. Well, you bring up loose cannon. You said loose cannon. loose cannon. I had to throw that out there. This is not the place. This is not the city to to bring him into. I don't know what city it is, but this is not the uh, this is not the place. You know, maybe uh maybe uh Tampa where he can be the sponsor for the strip joint down there on uh, the famous uh, strip joint down on the. Dale Mabry or something and, and be, you know, you can have him standing out in front of there for the signing or something because he's, uh, you know, crazy. Not, they're not going to say, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. I think somebody's uh, smoking dope. Well, his, so his, his background, just for the, the audience uh, that may not know the connection, Derek, Derek Falvey was part of the, the Indians pitching pipeline, you know, uh, crew in the front office there that helped, I think, bring him into Cleveland from Arizona and then develop him. So he has he has some sort of multi-year connection with Derek Falvey from you know his his four or five years Trevor Bauer when he was in Cleveland. So that is that is the connection. Yeah, well, the connection to Cleveland also was going to be that that's how we were going to develop this incredible pipeline of young pitching, right? Know, that we had it figured out. We were, going to, we were going to be the next tribe when it came to developing pitching. That didn't work out too good either. So uh, I, I would say I would say there's more chance of Correa coming back than getting bringing Trevor Bauer in here. Go out and read the, you know, take a survey of your uh, fans and see what they say about Can that you- in this town. Can you imagine Twins Fest Saturday oh at Target God, Field? Dude. We got a surprise announcement, ladies and gentlemen, and they're all like, "It's Carlos Correa, Trevor Bauer, welcome oh, to the show." Your Pat's right. I mean, it would go over like a fart in church. It is not going. There's going to be editorials in the uh, local newspapers and everything else about this. He's. I wonder if he'll pitch anywhere. I wonder if anybody's going to take it. I would. He's. I mean, he is. He's two years removed from a Cy Young award. He's thirty-one. I got to think someone, someone's going to take a flyer on him. Some well, desperate. You know, you know. The, the the draft choice from Oregon State, the kid that uh, was going to be a like the top five of the draft, the pitcher that they were somebody accidentally came across what was supposed to be a sealed record about him molesting a. Uh, yep. a, a niece when she was young and he was really young and he's pitching in the Mexican league. He's never got signed by anybody. I don't think in this, 
I don't think in this uh, 2022 society that anybody's going to touch him. Yeah. I, I don't believe it. So who knows? That, you could, could be right. And how do you outlet? I mean, that, that, that doesn't, you know, it's not like Keith Hernandez taking cocaine and then getting a standing ovation when he comes back and stuff like that. Oh, this the is, 70s. The 80s, this, Pat. Those were the days. This is something that's going to live. This is, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't see him uh, getting a chance, but who knows? Remember, uh, Billy Bean ran out, was going to sign that kid from Oregon State about a year later, making him sit out a year later, and he got he had to back off out yes. in, in Oakland, where nobody even cares about the team. So uh, I, 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 I don't see that happening. I mean, no. Uh, but <laughs> you know what that would be? Ballsy. Yes, it would. Yeah, I was gonna say, that would be a definite we seismic shift in the poll ad philosophy from <laughs> yeah, from Jim uh, to Joe. Yes, yes, it would be a seismic that that uh, we can stop. Uh, yeah, well, I, I can't even say what I want to say. Here. I be careful. That twice this week. Don't That's be don't be too bossy. You're getting better at it. You're editing yourself completely. This, this is why this type of self editing is why Patrick Royce is the 2022 <laughs> Minnesota Sports Writer of the Year, according to the National Sports Media Association. Self editing. Tied with the young, hardworking Andy Greeter. And the uh, last time I uh, uh, was uh, contacted by these group, this group to tell, tell me that I had won it, they called me. This is 30 years ago. They called me a week later and told me it was actually a tie with Charlie Walters. Oh. Uh, they, they recounted the votes. So, and I started, I had this on Twitter last night, though. I started in 1968, September of 68. So, 54 years. My record is 0 52 and two in the uh, in this competition. <laughs> You're a hockey team. Oh, I wouldn't even get me into the playoffs of the NHL. Oh, no. two points. Can't even get the solo that's, recognition. That's mm-hmm. but the the most impressive thing, Patrick, is this comes if my math is correct. Six years after you said it was over, you said 2016, I right? Quit, right I, I was going to quit after the You're Tom Brady. Cup. Yeah, yeah oh, I am. I am. You're Tom Brady. Now, you threatened to quit, and now you're the MVP. And you know, now we got this thing. I got voted. I got half the votes this time, or whatever it was. And then I don't even know who these. I've never voted on this. I don't know who votes. I, I don't know where it comes from. Mm-hmm. I think people are members, but I, I've never been one. And then I got the thing coming from the twins. I think there's a strong message out there from people thinking it's all over, don't you? Trying to encur- you encourage you to yeah, go out of high or worse. I think they, but yeah, it could either they could either be anticipating that they're just he's just going to get run off, or he's not going to have to get run off, right? Uh, uh, there's there's two options here, neither of them good for me, right? Well, I will tell you that uh, I think, Judd, you posted uh, a tribute on Twitter, and the first reply to it a couple days ago was, Royce's still alive? Mm-hmm. So yes, we can guy. confirm, yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. He's still alive. Yes, You're young, is. man. You're young. Sid lived uh, 99, yeah. right? Sid 100? lived another generation longer yeah. than yeah. You. you. You got plenty yes, of college left. Sid, we got a difference. Sid didn't care about sentences. He didn't care what it sounded like, right? I got I, I want it to be like coherent. He didn't have to be coherent, right? It's, he had that going yeah. for him. 
four or five years, you might not care so much. <laughs> yeah, right. That's just true. file some, just file some words, some and we'll rambling. the desk will fix them up for you. Just yeah. submit a nut graph and tell them just bury it a ways down. You can write yeah. the rest. Yeah, somebody else can get the jottings for me. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, oh, Pat- it's, it's good. Andy's a good kid, so I'm glad to see it. Yeah. Hey, Pat, how do you think uh, Nick Saban felt? So Nick Saban was on the college game day panel throughout the entire night last night. How do you think he felt as everyone around him on that panel just lauded Kirby Smart and Uh Georgia for this machine that they have built? I think he felt like he should have been the team playing Georgia. I think that's what he felt like, right, that they were were upset that uh, TCU lost the last game and then got into the playoffs. You know, the guy who should feel like an idiot today, Jim Harbaugh, he lost to that team. He lost to that team and gave him 50-some points. And this was like the varsity versus the junior high. It was unbelievable. It was the most lopsided bowl game in history, (laughs) over a 1,000 bowl games. Not just championships, but all of them. I mean, it's – here's – but I uh, got – I didn't really do this to rip the Gophers, but I looked this up today. Where's my tweet? I got a tweet here. Didn't really, a... but you sort of did. It, did you? Uh... No, I looked this up, but well, anyway, I'll do it off the top of my head. Alabama, 28 recruits, 27 four-star or five-star. Georgia, 22 recruits, 21 four-star or five-star. Ohio State, 20 recruits, 19 four-star or five-star. Gophers, 21 recruits, one four-star. Yeah. That's that's what you're dealing with. That's why college football is, you know, just this incredible lopsided thing. And what's interesting about football is it's not only at this level, it's at every level, right? Not, not every college level, it's just lopsided as hell. Is there's the good, there's the there's the really good, there's the okay, and then there's the horrible, and uh, and it's you know it, nothing nothing changes in college football. It's been that way for fifty years, you know, sixty yeah. years. And one of the comments here, it's a viable question, but so it's you know, people are wondering, well, maybe the NIL can help change this. But here's the thing. All right. Who has more incentive to keep their college football team on top? Alabama's boosters, where there's literally n- there's nothing else that holds yeah. their attention. If you're a rich guy, Alabama, <clears throat> there's other things happening in the Twin Cities. If you're mm-hmm. a former yeah. graduate with some money, like you just there's other interests. You're not obsessed get, with making the got an NFL team that just went thirteen and four, and they're playing a home playoff game on Sunday. So who cares? Uh, you know, it's uh, it's here. You know who's in heaven, though. If indeed Colorado is giving all these incredible gifts to their transfers, our guy Coach Brew, man, this is what he always <laughs> wanted to be. He always wanted to pay him more than anybody else. You know, he was a he got Vince Young up there to Texas somehow, and uh, he's always tried to replicate that. Uh, he had he had the great recruiting class here that one year. You know, they're 18th in the country, but about a third of them never got into school. And the others, you know, they were all, they all played the same position. They didn't have any linemen, but they, he was just going for fast, you know, guys that were going to play this open up offense. But Coach Brew, he'll, he'll get down and dirty with the best of them. And now he's at Colorado with Dion, 
who basically comes in and says, you guys get the hell out of here. I got transfers. He's had 20 transfers already. And they're good ones, I guess. He spoke to his team and said, we're coming and we're bringing our own luggage. Yeah, the portal. He said, use the portal. Yeah, yeah, we're right. bringing our own luggage. Yep. Use the portal. Get the and hell last out of night my he office. was great. He's decked out in Buffs gear. Go Buffs. On the set. I mean, he's he's going to be fantastic. He's going to he's going to find a way to violate every single oh, rule. Sure. But it's going to be fantastic, and but, no one's going to care because it's going to be fun. But by God, Michigan got on a Zoom call with a player during the COVID. Let's you know, slap the book at him, man. You know what, though, Pat? Th- this is why Harbaugh's gone. Like he's yes. not going to put up with this. No, is Indianapolis going to hire him? Is that where? Uh, he's going. I think he's going to talk to Denver. He basically begged the Panthers uh, for their job, and they said no, thanks, we're out. But uh, I, the Colts, the Colts just put in to talk to two San Francisco front office guys. I think they're going to try and hire a GM first. But Harbaugh is not going to stick around to compete with this. No, no. But you know, doesn't mean that. They're not going to be in the NIL themselves and uh, doing extremely well in uh, in the talent area also. So college, but college football, I I remember doing a piece 50 years ago with Murray Warmath when the Big Ten was the Big Two and the Little Eight. And Murray's quote, I remember back then was, they're sitting right there in the middle of the cabbage patch, meaning uh, Michigan and Ohio State where all the players were back then. But been this way forever but it's not as bad as it is right now i mean 65 that that was a the gophers went to a rose bowl took them a month to score 65 points they beat them 17 to 14 you know and uh ran the option and threw nine passes a game so it's a different game obviously extremely different but uh what a what an abomination! It was on like seven channels last night espn it was radio by nine o'clock at night, the rating had to be three, right? Nobody was watching. They had one channel, I think it was ESPN News, that just showed like it was some sort of like cable cam with no commentary yes. except for the in house PA announcer. And there's a first down run by like well, who's watching I, this? When I turned it on, that's the one I got for some reason that popped up on my YouTube. And I said, Me too. I said, What the hell's wrong here? How come they're not telling me who carried the ball or anything? And then I, then I looked at the thing and I said, well, it's on seven stations. So there's one with people who want no comments. How, how do you think ESPN feels about the money they paid for this thing? Although That's the, the issue. The, the semifinals were good, but, uh, you know, that was, that. you know, who watched it? Who watched it after That's tough. 20 minutes last night? It's it, And it's why, like, people even knew going into the, you know, you have to put TCU and you have to put TCU in. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, but. They're not one of the four best. They weren't one of the four best teams. They weren't. No. At, you're right. Alabama. If Alabama, Alabama would have played TCO, but maybe they deserve to be in. This is this is why at some point. Well, yeah, I, I'm I'm in favor of the 12 team because that's exactly those teams in. It'll weed it out uh, by the time you get there. Yeah, yeah. but the the same team would have won. <laughs> you could have 12 teams. They you just would have had. Now, I just saw the AP poll too. They got TCU second. How can they have TCU second? They left them second? Ohio State played them down to the buzzer, for God's mm. sakes. If the coach wasn't so stupid and uh, called a better play on first and 10 at the 30, Ohio State would have beat them. Why aren't they number two? Yeah. That's uh, ridiculous. You know, the, oh, well, they played in the championship game. They got beat 65 to 7. They should be 14th. 
they should be in the final poll. It's an embarrassment. They, yeah, I, I looked well. it up though. Gophers, uh, the uh, Gopher holders would be happy because the Gophers had the thirtieth most votes, so we were ranked thirtieth in the country. Damn it! Well, that's good. We're fringe, so it's fringe top twenty-five. Fringe mm-hmm. top twenty-five. Right. Rated ahead of Iowa. Rated ahead of Iowa. Who beat the golfers and then yeah. won its bowl game with a shutout? I don't quite understand that one. So, but uh, anyway, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> go get some more. Go get some more, more star recruits. Neither of them are uh, neither of them are rated. So, anyway. All right. Well, later this week we'll get your we'll get your Vikings deep dive later this week, Pat. I'm uh, I could use a column tomorrow for uh, I haven't right settled in on anything yet. So if they sign Correa at noon, I'd appreciate it. That would be good. That would be good. Right. Yeah. So get right to work yeah. on that part. But I don't. Scott, call you know, Scott. I'm listening to you guys. I don't want Scott to use me, so I'm not writing a Correa yeah. copy. So I don't want. He's Scott hovering over me. the Twins contract with his pen. Yeah. He's ready. Mets don't. Did you hear me? GM Scott Boris. <laughs> <laughs> He's the smartest man in baseball. Marvin Miller was. This guy's now the smartest man in baseball. Scott. Yes, Boris. he knows what he's doing. Yep. He'll win. All right. All right, Pat, we'll talk to you. All right, Racy Unchained podcast feed where you can find all things Patrick all throughout the week. See you guys.